Alright, run it. Welcome to the Acre Minority Podcast, episode 35. I am one of your hosts, Jesus Shuttlesworth, aka Rasty Randy. And again, we have another special co-host. The same one. The talented. It's the same one, but they don't need to know. It could have been a surprise. I could have been back in a surprise. But yeah, Maya's here again. Mia's here again. Whatever. It's so goddamn rude. Can't even remember my damn name. The fuck. I did rem- I did remember your name until you got all sassy with it. The same. So, yeah. <laughs> Hi, yeah. everyone. How are y'all doing today? I hope y'all having a good night or morning or whenever you're listening to this shit. But whatever, I'm here. <laughs> Damn. Oh, anyway, as always, if you're listening to the Aka Minority Podcast, be sure to share it on all social media networks. That is Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, mm. oh. YouTube, hey. Facebook. Oh. And be sure to use the be sure to use the hashtag the awkward minority and awkward misfits to join in on this conversation and next week's conversation or any other conversation that could be frankly going on right now. And I can't I can't I can't lie to you. I can't think straight right now because my voice is like super raspy and this Prince just put out a new damn song and I can't control myself right now. And sick, like y'all can hear it in his voice. Like he, I'm not obviously first of all, isn't feeling I'm not well. sick. Like I'm not he sounds sick. all stuffy. You sound like you get tissue stuffed up your nose. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. I really don't because I love I really the Aqua Misfit so much. I love the Aqua Misfit so much that I said no. I don't care how I feel today. I'm getting him a podcast episode. So like I was Amen. saying, have you heard this Prince? This new Prince song that just got released. Um, moon, moonbeam levels. Yes, I have. <laughs> Thanks first to Tumblr. Of all, first of all, the fucking the the name of it is amazing. That right. got me. I was I bought it. I bought it off iTunes without even hearing it. I just <coughs> I saw Prince new music and I clicked it. I didn't even need no. I didn't need no description. Right. I, I just knew it was gonna be that flame on me because I've been advocating for new Prince music. Since the beginning yeah. of his death, which is really fucked up, because I took his death pretty hard. What really perplex- perplexes me about you know when artists die, they'll, you know, people who are in charge of their estate will say, "Hey, we have new music coming out." When the music has already been out for like years already, like I heard Moonbeam levels like in early two thousand and fourteen. And it's a really, really good song. It's really, it has like this dreamy effect to it. And it's just authentically Prince. So I suggest that everybody listens to it. It's a really good song. The song was recorded in 1982. That's how far in advance his technology of thinking was. Like he was so futuristic with his sound that it sounds like something that was made just last week. Because, like, Childish Gambino, shout out to him. He put out Redbone. It, mm-hmm. it samples Boosie Collins, I'd Rather Be With You. Right. That shit, like, those sound like they was made at the on the same night. That's how futuristic Prince is when it comes to music. By the way, go out and get um, Childish Gambino's new album. is influenced by funk, 
a Funkadelic. And I'm telling you right now, that thing is going to be a classic. Because Redbone and me and your mama, that them two, them two alone are magnificent. Like Childish Gambino, I don't think we rec actually to be really real, I don't think we recognize Childish Gambino's brilliance. Like the man is a genius. Like have you ever seen his song his um his music video for three oh five? Uh-huh. <clears throat> and you know how like in the video it's just him and the teddy bear. Right. But if you watch the people behind the oh, but that's on the Ferris wheel with him, they're they're getting older as the song goes on. Cause you know like he's like I'm gonna stay with you to three to two thousand and five. Hold up. And every time the chorus comes and he looks away from the camera, that's a long time that's a long a long time for Charles Gambino. And that's why every time the bear comes, every time the camera pans back to Charles Gambino and the bear, the bear is the internal spirit of Charles Gambino. And that's why the bear is always beat up. Because when Charles Gambino is beat up, he's not a, he's he that's when he does in his spare time when he's all alone. When he's like, um, when the check's clear, you're not here. That's why he was talking about partying with his friends, but when he's not partying with his friends, he's alone. So this is when he like when he's saying hold up in the courts, he's like asking his friends to stay with him because he's fighting these internal demons that he can't and you know at the end he can't beat him. He doesn't kill himself, but at the end he's just like beat to shit at the end. Because remember at the end he's not there. It's a right. fire going on in the background, and the end symbolizes two thousand, you know, three thousand and five, where it's, where his spirit just gives in and dies. That's why the bear is like beat up throughout the video. Like the video is pretty deep. If you actually take it, you got a a lot of shit from Charles Gambino. You have to watch the stuff multiple times to get the complexities and which is shot in. Mm-hmm. Because at first glance, you like watch him and this bear on the Ferris wheel. Then when you watch it again, you are like, oh, this bear, the. Like the um the features of the bear changes. Then when you watch it again, you're like, oh, these people in the back, they start off as younger people. Like even the people that's not in the fair as well, they start off as younger people. But as the the song gets old, as the song goes on, they get older. Right. That's an interesting so analysis. The, like I didn't really read into the video that much. I just thought it looked really unique. So shout out to you for giving me that insight about the whole like yeah. production. Cause yeah, Charles Gambino is like on another level. Like those the man is the man is like a, a genius, but he's like a subtle genius. He's like one of those geniuses where it's like I'm 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 gonna give it to you and you catch it if you want to. Right. I mean, like, I was only, I was introduced to Childish Gambino, like, back in, like, 2012. And I was like, oh, isn't that Donald Glover? And then my friend TJ was like, yeah, but he makes rap music. And, well, he makes his own music. And I'm like, oh, okay. My friend TJ was a theater major, so, like, any new artist he was, like, definitely into. So, yeah, I, you know, I I like his work. I should probably get more into it. But I like his songs. I like his song Sweatpants. It's like he got a whole bunch because he says, um, he says, y'all fuck boys like Socrates. And mm-hmm. it's a double entendre because y'all fuck boys like y'all fuck boys like y'all pieces of shit. And y'all mm-hmm. also fuck boys like, you know, you're a fuck boy. But Socrates <laughs> used to fuck boys. Oh, God. <laughs> so it's kind of, a, so it's kind of, so it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of fucked up. Like, damn, it's fucked up. But you, you, but you secretly fuck, boy. So you, you'll fuck. You say you'll fuck, boy, like Socrates. Right. Okay. Hey, because you know Socrates <laughs> on the low. 
You still fuck boys. So you're not confident in your sexuality to fuck boys and be open with it. So you're a fuck boy like Socrates and you also fuck boys. Oh God! Okay. <laughs> on the low, on the low, like Socrates. So you know it go. But my favorite line in the whole song is, "Um, you ain't even sicker in my Fisker room, room ho." Then he goes. Then they say it's Fisker again, and then it goes room, room. Then he goes, "Yo, Fiskers don't even make sounds when they start up." I'm, I'm just saying, like that's how it's like in the middle of the rap. It's like it's just randomly like, "Yo, Fiskers don't even make sounds when they start up." I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> he got problem on the hook, you know, problem or whatever. Oh, pay me as I. Yeah, he got some good songs. Y'all should check out that if y'all like his singing. Y'all should check out Sober. Sober sounds like a um a young Michael Jackson. I would sing it, but my voice oh, is really? fucked up now. Oh, yeah, okay. it's like a Sober sounds like some young Michael Jackson shit. Cause like I never be. Yeah, I'm not gonna try to sing. I'm not gonna disrespect him like that. But y'all should check out Sober. He got um everybody know Oakland Avenue. Telephone or whatever with the song, the song that got like Lloyd on the on the hook, but the song is so good that you want to hear the whole fucking thing. And I think Lloyd actually put out a a full version. But Oakland is my shit. You should okay. check that out by Gannis Gambino. Um, Freaks and Geeks is really good. Freaks and Geeks is just straight fire. Cause it was like my he was like my crew should be my crew should be canceled like Freaks and Geeks. Cause yo. A lot of people don't know because have you ever seen the show Freaks and Geeks? No. <laughs> I've never heard of that. Okay. Freaks and Geeks is on Netflix, by the way. Y'all should check it out. And after you check out Freaks and Geeks, check out Underclassmen. But Freaks and Geeks was so complex and ahead of its time that it's considered one of the greatest sitcoms of all time. But it only has two seasons because they canceled it for some reason. That show had um like good James Franco. Bitches. I don't yeah. think good Christian had, bitches only had one season though. It was too realistic. What, <laughs> but I, but here's the thing: it wasn't it it wasn't hitting like no core. It wasn't hitting like no hardcore topics. It was just a good ass show. Like it's highly regarded as one of the greatest shows of all time. Like I think I have the um the Rolling Stones 100 Greatest Shows in front of me, and I think I think um Freaks and Geeks is like 20 on the list. Mind you, oh. you know um. The Sopranos is number one. The Wire is number two. So the so the so the list is legit. Cause Sopranos one, Wire two. It's interchangeable to me, but still, it's, that's a good ass list for me. You know what else they got on the list? I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what else they got on the list? What? Dave Chappelle show. Oh my Chappelle god, show. I love that Dave show. Chappelle. You heard about Dave Chappelle recently, right? Yeah. Not even not even the SNL skit. He got three comedy specials that are coming to Netflix soon. Oh, are you for real? Yes. I thought it was a joke too. But Netflix <laughs> tweeted Netflix tweeted it. Netflix posted on Instagram. Netflix posted on Facebook. They went Facebook real with it. You know, like when you when you're in a relationship and you get Facebook and you you let Facebook know. They let right. Facebook know that they're in a relationship with Dave Chappelle. I'm pumped. <laughs> I'm so hyped now, like for real. I am, bro. What is your? You get? Do you have a favorite Dave Chappelle skit? Oh my god! Um, the one where he was the blind man who was a white supremacist, and then I like the one oh where he god. was working at Whack Arnold's. That's a good one. <laughs> Yo, have you? 
Have you seen Have you seen his SNL skit when he had um when he did The Walking Dead? No. Oh my God! I'm not gonna spoil it for you, but in the skit he has the bl- the racist. I forgot what was the racist the black racist dude name. Mhm. He has him in the skit, right? And like. Um, he got them all lined up like Negan from The Walking Dead, and the and the blind racist dude goes, "You smell that? You smell that? It smells like cocoa butter and scrugger. struggle. Oh, it's a nigger. Yeah. It's a nigger in our midst." I was oh, crying yeah. when he said it smelled like cocoa butter and struggle. I was crying. Yeah. I was like, Dave Chappelle hasn't lost his step. He hasn't lost his step. So this shit is going to be good because him right. and Chris Rock. They killed that. They killed that Saturday Night Live, the Donald Trump shit. They killed right. that. So I have, <clears throat> so I have, I have faith in this man. <laughs> I'm ready for it. Me too. I hope I survive. I hope I survive to see it. Right? Like I'm like over here half dead. Right. You probably die but before the shit come out. The way you coughing and shit. But misfits, this is how much I love y'all. I'm out here recording <laughs> this podcast because I know we had to give y'all something. I knew we right. had to. It was in me. Speaking right, of, we speaking of getting well be talking soon. about shit though, just to be real with y'all. <laughs> oh, we we done talked about a lot of stuff, man. We gave y'all the whole play. Yo, play. We'll be at Charles Gambino's new album coming out. Awake, my love. You can also check out his other projects. Charles Gambino is a really good actor and a mm-hmm. rapper. Check mm-hmm. out ATL. But anyway. Mm-hmm. I want to give a, I, now, I know a lot of people are going to throw slack, you know, going to throw some shit at me for this, but we have to talk about it. But I want to give, um, I want to give my heartfelt condolences to Kanye West and tell him to get better. Like, I don't, like, at first it seemed like a joke, like, when he was going to Beyonce and shit, I laughed and I wanted to roast it, I wanted to crucify him. M- Mia let you know, I wanted, I was ready to, like, crucify him then. Yeah. Because it didn't make sense. But, Kanye West, man. This take this from a person that knows him personally. This man Kanye West. Kanye West calls me and sends me emails on my birthday every year. I interview wow. him five times. I interview him five times. The last time was like 2014, 2013, one of those. And even then he stayed connected with me. Like he sent me Yeezys. He sent me he sent me all kinds of shit. If y'all listen to the new um the new Kanye West song, whatever champions, we talked about it in the podcast before. If that song gets nominated for a Grammy and it wins a Grammy, I actually get a Grammy because I'm quoted in it. Because one of what? the things I like to say, yeah, because one of the things I like to say is, pray for me. I'm about to hit the yay button. I say that a lot. <laughs> so, and if people that read my blog, playing the same coin, y'all already know I say that shit a lot. So, like, he quoted it in the rap. Like, his rap starts off, pray for me. I'm about to hit the yay button. You know, some by some roll back to the table. So yeah, you know, fresh out of debt. You know, so it's like, um, so I have a great working relationship with this man. So to see him struggle like this is hard. Like it's it's truly hard because Kanye West, even though he say he'll vote for Donald Trump, and that's a stupid ass thing. That's some stupid idiotic shit. Right. Like and it's, the thing it's, about it's, it, I mean, like you go ahead. Oh no, you can go. You can you can go. You can go. Cause what I was gonna say is the thing about it is when Kanye West first came out, like he was my favorite rapper because he was always repping Chicago and I'm from there and he was around from where I was from, so I always felt like connected to him like a lot of other kids did who were from Chicago. 
because he used to talk about it like all the time and you know he he was very outspoken about black people and black struggles and things like that like on his album late registration the song crack music was one of my favorite songs because it talked about how just crack, that crack music nigga a real <laughs> how you stop music the black nigga. panthers ronald reagan cook <laughs> up an answer Mm-hmm. You hear that? What Jill, what Jill Scott was hearing <laughs> when our heroes and heroines got hooked on bear, got hooked on heroin. We raising what is it? Um, got hooked on bear and then we, what the fuck is it? Damn, I know that it is on the tip of my tongue and it's fucking with me. It's um, how you stop the Black Panthers running Reagan cooked up the answer. You hear that? What Jill Scott was hearing when our heroes and heroin got hooked on heroin. We invested in that. It's like we got Merrill Lynch and we've been hanging mm-hmm. from the same tree ever since. Like, mm-hmm. oh man, like Kanye West. Kanye West was giving that good shit. Right, and his songs, you know, Diamonds from Sierra. Like he like blatantly supported, you know the empowerment of black people so when i heard that he said that he voted for donald trump it was just like okay so this nigga's been around too many white people because at first he was saying you know racism doesn't exist or whatever like a year ago or like a couple of months i was like okay like i don't know what the fuck wrong with this nigga he done, he done got lo- he done got lost in his way man because you can't go from talking about even if you in the bins you still a nigga in the coop so it's like um you can't go. You can't. <coughs> you can't go from being so fucking woke to being so. I, I'm not. I'm not paying nobody any excuse. But you, it's, it's. It gets to a certain point where you're fighting the struggle so much that you. That is like it takes a toll on you. Right. And you get lost in your own way. So I'm not excusing them because when I first heard that Donald Trump shit, I was. I, he probably didn't read the text because of the shit he'd gone through following that. But I was like, come on, my dude, really, Donald Trump? Right. Like really, that's what you would do. Like that's that's how little you think of us. Like that, right. I was wondering. So I'm not. So I'm keeping it real with y'all. Like when I told y'all about Mark Jacobs, like when I reached out to Mark Jacobs to get clarification on what he said, I reached out to Kanye West too. Only mine was different. I was like, really, my nigga, Donald Trump. So it's like I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sitting here and giving y'all two different ways of how I talk to these people because I talk to them the same way I talk to y'all, and I feel like he done lost his way and he got to find it. Like I don't, right. I know mental, being mentally, being mentally, struggling mentally in the black community is something that we don't take seriously, but it's exactly. something that has to be addressed because this man hasn't been the same since his mom died. And that's yes, evident. He has not. He just hasn't. Like his, his mom's death really affected him. That's when he just started, you know, slowly going downhill. It's like in terms of his like emotions because he's just been all over the place and I just don't <laughs> I, I hope that he gets better because he's extremely like Kanye West is a genius and exactly. he knows that he is one and that's, that's even better you, you know what you know what they say a lot of people a lot of people in my profession like in my field or whatever they say the moment that you find out Everybody's not on the same wavelength as you is one of the most depressing moments ever because you can't talk like a lot of people. I don't, I don't, I know my, I know a lot of people, but I don't talk to them because I know they won't understand anything I go through. I guess like I like a lot of people find it crazy that I only get three hours of sleep, but it's like that's the I only got three hours because it's so much I need to, it's so much I need to do. My brain doesn't shut off. 
Like, mm-hmm. while I'm doing other things, I'm thinking of other things I could be doing. Like, it's like, when, you, when you're great at your craft, you don't have sleep. You don't want to sleep. Like, it's like you don't want to sleep. You sleep just because you have to. Like, if I could stay up for 24 hours a day, I would. But that's crazy to a person that doesn't, that just works a nine to five and come home and go to sleep. That's crazy to them to be up all night designing and things like that, making calls and shit. That's crazy to them. So it's like, you can't explain to people why, you know, you can't explain to people why Kanye West, when he was making Stronger, he mixed it 32 times. Right. He mixed it thirty two times because he wanted to sound right. He took he put the he put the single out for radio, and then he went to Timberland like yo. I was in the club the other night, and the drums just ain't hitting like I wanted to hit. So can you please come in here and do this? Because to the average person, it's like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? The first time sounds amazing, but to him, it's like it sounds okay, but it can sound better. Timberland mm-hmm. is a god on the keys. Kim Timberland mm-hmm. is a god with the drums. So why not let him come in and do something? Why not let Pharrell touch something up? Like, Kanye I mean, West like, is a genius just, at the end of the day. Whether or not y'all right. want to admit to it or not. Right. And it just seems like, you know, people like that who constantly have that type of art and influence flowing through them, they, they really can't find the time to sleep. Like, back to Prince, like... I will watch interviews with people he's worked with and they'll say, you know, Prince never went to sleep or Prince never stopped working. That's because Prince constantly had music flowing through him, which is why he has this vault filled with thousands and thousands of songs that we've never heard of because that was he's he was a genius. Prince got a whole album. Prince got a whole album recorded as his alter ego. Which is a woman. I think it's like Pamela. Camille. Yeah, it's a whole album. Yeah, Camille. There you go. Thank you. Because I I don't call her. I don't call her Pamela. Camille. Yeah. He got a whole album. You know, he was going to make a movie out of that. And he had canceled the whole project. I'm like, oh my God. I cannot wait to hear this. And I know, like, some versions of the Camille album had came out. Because I know If I Was Your Girlfriend was supposed to be on the Camille album as well. Um, and a few other songs that we heard on like Sign of the Times and like on Crystal Ball yeah. and stuff. But you know, I'm so excited. <laughs> right? Like I want him, Sheila E need to be up in there like, yo, y'all remember that album I recorded? Let me get that. Right. Yeah, that was my first that was my first that was my first crush right there. Sheila E. Oh my God, I love me some Sheila E. That's my <laughs> that's my ex baby mama. That's my ex baby not baby mama, because we ain't had no children. That's my ex wife. Sheila E. Right. Good Lord, that's a that's a. Oh man, that's my that's my yeah. But yeah, he has a lot of music. He has a lot of music in that vault. Like they say, if they were to put, they could put an album out from now to the end of time from how much music he has in the vault. Like he got a lot of Moore's Day. He has a lot of um, you know, um, revolution. He got a lot of revolution in there. It's a lot of stuff they never put out because. He got a lot of live recordings. There's a lot of stuff that he put out. Even well, we know because he's a perfectionist. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see what they go through and actually put out. Because Jay Z put in a bid for forty million to buy it all, and it was like, nah, bro, nah, get some bro. more money. That ain't even. And enough. I mean, like he just recorded it songs ain't. just to record them and then just put them away, <laughs> like. Like, I remember I was um, reading this story, and it was called, um, 
it wasn't called anything, but it was um, one of his one of his engineers who said that he had created this song called Wally, and it was about him talking about his relationship with um, what's the girl's name? Wendy from the Revolution, her twin sister, and um, it was him talking to like one of his friends that was in the Sign of the Times band. His name was Wally. And he told the engineer to destroy the song because he, I guess he felt it was just too emotional and she wouldn't do it. So he had destroyed it himself, but, um, too emotional. Yeah, I mean, like, cause it just, it was like, it was like a lot of raw emotion in it that you really don't like hear in Prince songs. Like you get emotion in Prince songs, but not like that type of emotion. Have you heard, have you heard when you were mine? Yes, I have. (laughs) <laughs> that, and whenever people talk about like a raw emotion from Prince I think about when you were mine where he had the girl and they had this boy they had a boy toy they shared or whatever you know yeah. they would come over I guess they would I don't know what the fuck they would do and he eventually he lost the girl to the boy toy right so it's like when people talk about raw emotion from Prince that's the most raw emotion ever. You you prince, my nigga. How you lose a girl? <laughs> I wonder how many songs he's created um for women, like I like women he's dated in real life. I know a few of them, but I mean, like I just want to know just how many. Because he probably have he, a whole. He probably have a whole collection for Sheila. Yeah. At Apollonia. Oh yeah, most definitely. Oh my god. If I. I swear to God, if, oh my God, my ch- <laughs> I would have died in my childhood. If Alpalonia and Sheila E. walked up to me, it was like, pick one of us. I'd be like, oh no. Oh shit. I would have died. Because <laughs> Alpalonia, first of all, both of them still look good as hell right now. I don't know what the, I swear to God, I fucking, I'll say this again. Fucking Prince is the founder of youth. Like, if you fuck Prince, you get the founder of youth. Like, Prince had the founder of youth in the house. Because Prince looked young. Apollonia look young, Sheila E look young, and all these other women that claim they fuck Prince, they all look young. So it's mm-hmm. like Prince had the Prince had the fountain of youth in his house. Jill Jones, Maite. I used to have a crush on Maite. <clears throat> she was so beautiful. <laughs> Yo, Prince Prince kept him a bad one, bro. Like, if you was dating Prince, you didn't have to question it. You knew you was a good one. Right, yeah. Ain't no like you had ain't no to way know. around that. Like yeah. you had to know. Like now, now that you say that, like I'm thinking about all the women that claim that they slept with him or he's been rumored to date, like Jill Jones and um, Maite. Well, he married her. Um, who yeah. is it? Troy Bayer. That's another one. Um, and look Anna how Garcia. young they all look. Yeah, they look. They all look amazing. So amazing, like they fucked Prince and got that found the youth about their ass. Sheila E always be posting pictures. I'm like, girl, if I was older. <laughs> oh my god. I'm just I'm just saying. But speaking yeah. of older, my dark twisted fantasy turned six today. Mm-hmm. It did. You have a you have a favorite track from that from that album? Um, I actually like a lot of the tracks. I like um Power. That was my shit. Um and I like we living in the twenty first century. Doing something means that was that was wasn't that after he took that hiatus? Hmm. 
Yeah. That remember that was from when he took that hiatus from that Taylor Swift shit. Yeah. And that's why power is so strong to me. He took that because he he took that high that high hiatus from that Taylor Swift shit. Then he came back with power. It was like no one man should have, have all, all that, power. that power. The clock ticking. I, the I clock ticking. I just take like, out the hours. When I'm, he said I'm, I'm that, I remix. thought of uh, Malcolm X because I like remember this quote that the policeman said when Malcolm was guiding all of those. Like Muslims around in the streets, he was like, "No man should have all that power." It was a really epic song. The video pissed me well, off. It was beautiful, but it was only like thirty <clears throat> seconds long, and I was like, "You could have took this." That's <laughs> but in Kanye West's defense, that thirty seconds took um nine months to make. Right, to I saw it. it was like the quality of it was impeccable, yeah. but I was just like, "Stop oh motion my God. is a stop motion is an asshole." Uh huh. It was. It was. Uh, yeah, it was amazing. But I that was like my favorite song from the album. Fuck SNL and the whole cast. Tell them Yeezy said you can kiss my whole ass. More specifically, you can kiss my asshole. I'm an, I'm asshole. an asshole. You niggas, you got, niggas jokes. got jokes. <laughs> niggas said short minded niggas thoughts is Napoleon. My fucking oh my god, that nigga said yo. But my favorite, my favorite song on there has to be "I'm Gorgeous." It's like, um, I need more drinks and less lights. And that American Apparel girl in just tights. He told her, she told the director she's trying to get in school. He said, "Take them glasses off and get in the pool." It's been a while since I watched the news, cause like the crip said, I got way too many booze for any more bad news. I was looking at my resume, feeling real fresh today. <clears throat> like, oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I don't believe like, in yesterday's. Point, and I what's just, a black beetle anyway? A fucking roach. It got me feeling like I'm in fucking coach. My God said I need a different approach. Cause people is looking at me like I'm sniffing coat. It's not funny anymore. Try different jokes. Tell them hug and kiss my ass. X and O. And kiss the ring while I got it. Do my thing while I got it. For the screens and the dramatic, that whack shit. I don't know. I just like Kanye West's quotes. Cause he be like, has I like, a I like song how sarcastic they are. Who will like, um, survive in America? Yeah. Oh my God. Who survived in America with the harem, Scott? With the harem? With the um, mm-hmm. the Jill harem, fucking Jimmy nigga. Who was surviving America when the fuck when the fuck up stopped fucking up? Oh my! When the, like y'all have to listen to that shit. It was like build a build a bridge, build a bridge to China. If they would have you. Who was surviving America? Basically, it's like when when the black people stop letting you stop letting the um the majority stop push, pushing them around. Then the fuck ups is gonna stop fucking up and start fucking you up. So it ain't gonna be no more fucking up. Cause we're gonna be too busy taking over. That's when was, that's when it was like right. that's when he tells you. That's when he tells you, build a new route to China if they will have you. It's like who will survive in America? Who will survive in America? Like mm-hmm. nigga, y'all don't want y'all don't want Jill y'all don't want Jill Scott Scott y'all don't want Jill Heron to start fucking with you. I give a call him Jill Scott and Jill Heron because it's the same shit. Yeah, to, I mean, even like, I'm, it, I'm, I'm I'm too old to get the shit because I'm too old to not know it's one, it's one damn thing. But I, still I mean, that. like this is just an example of what we were talking about earlier about Kanye's blackness before exactly. That's what, like it's like it's weird because you're so damn black. How could you not? How can you not embrace your blackness? Right. You remember you know when what, he was you know walking around with blue colored contacts on? Wasn't that him? Yes, that was him because he went to the um the Met Gala with that bullshit on. Oh my god. 
Well, yeah, not you know what pisses, anyway. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. You know what you know what pisses me off about my dark twisted fantasy? What? Is that Saha the Prince has been signed to Kanye West for a good seven years and they still haven't put that man album out. Wow. That motherfucker said, um, I met this girl in May. Um, I met this girl on Valentine's Day. I fucked her in May. She heard about April, so she chose the March. Oh. <laughs> I met this girl on Valentine's Day. I fucked her in May. I fucked her in May. I fucked her in May. Oh. She found about April. She found out about April, so she chose to March. What? Okay. <laughs> Damn another broken heart. I keep bitches by the twos, baby. No, it's art. I got that seven on me. I call my Joe Lamar. And a Trojan in my pocket. Matt Liner. They got this man just rhymed. This man just rhymed the fucking the the calendar months into women and then mm -hmm. made it all go to I met this girl on Valentine's Day. I fucked her in May. She heard about <laughs> April. So she chose to march. I don't think I'll get this man. This nigga, <laughs> brother, Saha the Prince is one of the most lyrical motherfuckers out. Mm -hmm. Like, if y'all have never heard Saha the Prince, go listen to any Saha the Prince song. Sideways, um, Nelson Mandela, um, mm -hmm. Napoleon. Like, Saha the Prince, I put Saha the Prince up against, I, I, I kind of sound like Saha right now, because his voice is like super raspy. Side of Prince is one of the most lyrical motherfuckers that ever graced this earth. And I put that on anybody. And there's no hometown bias. Because he's from Georgia. But I put that on anybody. Mm -hmm. Side of Prince will wrap you under the table. Mm -hmm. Fuck with him if you want to. That motherfucker, <laughs> that's, a, that, that's a rapper, boy. That's a rapper. <clears throat> you know, Pink Friday also turned um, six this year, too. Yeah, oh, today, I had to, today. like, when Pink Friday, like, came out, it took me a while to get into it, because, you know, I was For so real? used to, be, like, Nicki being on features and stuff, and then I heard Roman's Revenge, and I was like, oh, okay. Yo, <laughs> why you go there? I'm a bad bitch, I'm a cunt, and I kicked that hoe, punt, punt. <laughs> trauma, blunt, you play the bad bitch, I'm in the bitch, front. In front. Oh, oh my god, she was like, Nicki Minaj, it's who you ain't fucking with. She said, I'll beat you. Oh, my God. She said, I'll beat you with a padlock. And I'm a movie. Camera plot. You out of work. I know it's tough. But enough is enough. She said, bitch, if you ain't shitting, then get off the pot. Got some niggas out in Brooklyn that are off the top. I hear you mumbling. I hear you cackling. I got them scared. Shook. Shook. Panicking. You had to see search. Panicking. Oh my god, you had to stand still. Mannequin. How the hell is people not using that in the mannequin challenge? You had to stand still. Mannequin. You want to sleep on me? Overbite? No, I'm the motherfucking I'm boss. Overbite. <laughs> oh my god. And when I pull up, room. Now my bitches get buck. Overbite. She said, you said you raggedy. She said, you dusty ass. You raggedy ends. Then, oh my god. Then Eminem had to come in to my some I ain't no S and M but my whips off the chain. <laughs> he said he gonna spit on your and spit in your face. He said he gonna piss up. Eminem be coming in. Eminem came in crazy. Yo, that right. that low key. I love Queen B. Queen B, you the bad bitch. You a bad bitch. You a bad bitch. You got some of the hardest records. Bitch, bitch is one of your hardest records. Um, you a you a bad one. But she killed your career with that shit. 
Nicki Minaj, that record, that record, and shitting on him. Dinner, dinner. Yo, they low key into her fucking career. Cause so I say them, cause Safari ass at the end of shitting on him. I'm gonna start. Per- I'm gonna start throwing perm on y'all ass. I'm gonna start getting perms out and throwing perm on y'all ass and singing "Jazz for Me." When he started sing- when he started singing the "Jazz for Me" theme song or shitting on him, <laughs> I was crying. They it, like man, Safari was a ride or die ass nigga, cause he went to war. Y'all went to war with the fucking with the fucking legend, right? Little Kim, <laughs> little Kim, little Kim, man. Little, that was when Little Kim was going through all her changing into Little Little Kim, looking like Little Kim from fucking Chinese shop. <clears throat> Little Kim that's giving you fucking orange chicken and rice. Yeah. That's when she went through that phase. I still fuck with Little Kim though, but Little Kim don't look the same no more. I used to lust over Little Kim when I was young. When she got those big, when she had those big ass titties, right? Fake breasts. She just trying to look like a white woman. She ain't even trying to look white. She trying to look Chinese. Right. Something. Something. Because she got blonde hair and her skin is like extremely pale. Yeah, but so look, look like, Kim a hard motherfucker. But yeah. it's crazy to see Lil' Kim go from that to what she is now. Mm-hmm. Yo. It's disappointing. Because <laughs> I'm just like, oh, wow. Like, and as soon as Pink Friday came out, she came out with this mixtape called Black Friday. And I'm like, Did she okay. ever put it out? Yeah, she put it out. Um, I mean, like, I don't know if it was like the entire like mixtape or just a song called Black Friday, but she came out with the song called Black Friday, and it's a video where she's like dancing with this uh, Nicki Minaj like lookalike <laughs> in the song, just basically trying to diss Nicki. And I'm like, oh my god, are you serious? I, I remember, I remember this so vividly, right? I remember she did that. I remember she was doing PayPal orders for the song, for the out, for the mixtape, and she was I just like, "Yo, know who I went really platinum." She that. said, <clears throat> "She said I went platinum on PayPal." Are you saying? She I said she went know. platinum. She said she went platinum on PayPal. But how the fuck do you go platinum on PayPal, my nigga? What? Do PayPal first have like all, charts, like rec- like what? First Top of all, somebody that uses pay. As somebody that uses PayPal, I know for a fact you can't send a certain amount of money per day. You can't receive a certain amount of money each day. So I know for a fact your ass wouldn't getting that much money on PayPal. Because PayPal would be like, no, no, boo-boo. You're not, you're not doing Because I guess it's to keep you from doing drug trades. But it's sometimes mm-hmm. when people need to pay me my money from like um from me having my, you know, Sancoin. You know, go pick up some Sancoin. Sancoin.com. You know, Sancoin.spreadshirt.com. S-A-N-Q-U-O-N. When people have to pay me my money or whatever, they have to send it over the course of a couple of days because PayPal only lets you send and receive a certain amount of money. So, look, Kim, you ain't making that money. You didn't go platinum on PayPal. I don't know how the hell you went platinum on PayPal. You know, pay, your PayPal got charts. I mean... If she said, I, like, I don't, I can't I don't want to disrespect take, the queen like, like this, but Kim, she, yeah, I can't take her seriously, like, in the present day, like, today, right now, <laughs> as a exactly. queen, like, she in, as a woman in her early 20s, I cannot, so. She played herself, because little Kim was the hardest. When she came in, when she came in on Quiet Storm, yo, 
Lil' Kim was the shit. Like, people, like, man, we never, I never thought I'd see Lil' Kim play herself like this. Right. And but mean, we gonna get off that. What is the I'm big too. deal? Like, you've been holding this grudge for almost, like, 10 years now. So ever since Nicki and that's came the thing. out. That's the thing. She didn't, Nicki loves Lil' Kim. Nicki has been on record. I, I should have called my friend who's like an avid shout out to Paige. I should have called my friend that's an avid Nicki Minaj fan. Like she she's like one of Nicki's biggest fans or whatever. Mm-hmm. She'll tell you like Nicki love Nicki loved um Little Kim. Nicki was paying homage to Little Kim. The whole squatting thing, everything Nicki did was in homage to Little Kim. But Little Kim took it as oh these little. These little hoes want to beat me. So when you push Nikki to the point that she had to fight back and defend herself, she decided to defend herself in, in your fucking career. Right. I mean, like, come on now. Like, it's just it's just stupid to me because you know a lot. Everybody else <coughs> is seeing how much this girl is influenced by you, and that's another reason why, like. You should expect that as an artist, that people will be influenced by your work. You should be proud of that. Exactly, but she wasn't. So, whatever. Rest in peace to your career. I was trying to to run out of that subject because I I don't want to disrespect the queen, but I'm like, shit, we're giving her too much attention right now. Yeah, well. Damn, that's fucked up. Because I don't know. Good luck with your banquet dinner. So, whatever the fuck you eating tonight. Kitty cuisine. Whatever the fuck. But yo, Thanksgiving is coming. Right? I'm so hyped. Thanksgiving. <laughs> yo, your mama's watching gonna cook some chitlins though. Yeah, I know. Um, her boyfriend is gonna be the only one eating them because I don't eat them. So. Your mom? Do your mom eat them? I don't think she eats them either. Damn, your mama real. Your mama, your mama real one. Cause ain't no way yeah. in hell I'm cooking some fucking chitlins if if I don't even like them. Cause chitlins, right. man, chitlins, man, he, <clears throat> he need to eat them shit outside. Right, cause chitlins, like whenever smell I like found shit. out what they were, cause I'm just like, why do they smell so bad? And they're like, For oh, all the you pig people? intestines, and I'm like, so you guys are really sitting up here eating intestines? Right, like my mom loves those, but it's like, yo, you come in my house with some fucking chitlins. The mother, you eat, you eating them on the porch. I, you eating them on the balcony. The balcony is nice. I have a nice little setup on the balcony because that's where your ass could be eating those those chitlins. Now come right. out. No disrespect my house with no chitlins. Speaking of disrespect some, to my um, house. Well, it's like a traditional like black food. I'm like black people had to eat that when they were slaves because they weren't allowed to eat anything else. Like this exactly. is a whole completely different age, girl. We can have steak if we want to. We, <laughs> we niggas. We we, we got we got electricity, niggas. We niggas right. got electricity now, Massa. Massa Massa be pretty good to us. He he let us come in, he let us get jobs. But right. anyway. Yo, I think I ordered shows. <laughs> like, I think I ordered a turkey from um Popeyes, but I'm not entirely sure. Nigga, don't do that. No, I didn't. Which <laughs> oh. is funny because when I went to go, this is the funny thing about the Popeyes turkey. I went to go order it, and I went to one by my house because I mm-hmm. wasn't going to go to the one where we normally go for lunch and shit, where people normally go for lunch. Because I was like, right. they can barely cook chicken. It's no way in hell I'm going to let them cook a turkey. So I go to the one by my house, and I'm like, oh, I'm here to reserve a turkey. You know, I'm ready to pre-order it because I'm thinking they got to cook it and shit. Mm-hmm. She goes, oh, 
You can pay now and take it home right now. I'm like, excuse me? She's like, yeah. I'm like, damn, y'all gonna cook a turkey that fast? In my mind, I'm like, see, that's why I wanna fuck with the other one. Because y'all out here bullshitting. Mm-hmm. You can't cook no damn turkey that fast. And she was like, oh, yeah, because they're already pre-cooked for us. We just keep them in the freezer. You take them home. You put them in the oven for two hours, and it's good to go. Oh, okay. So I'm like, oh, see, here's the thing. I was, the lady was trying to be like, the lady was trying to, um, she never tasted it before. So I don't, I'm like, is this shit, I don't, so I don't know whether or not the turkey's fried or wet. I just know it's Cajun-style turkey. Okay. And if well, the professionals, if the professionals making it, it should be good. Right. Hopefully it isn't bad. I right. wouldn't want it to have like a, you know, like a fast food taste to it. You know, like how fast food tastes. Like whenever you go to like get some chicken and stuff, there's like this distinct taste that lets you know that it's not home cooked. But the thing like, is, we got, we got a regular turkey too. Because a lot of people are not going to want some, some fried Cajun turkey. Right. So, what I got is that, and we also make it. I'm also going to make a turkey. Right. I just don't want to deep fry no turkey and burn down my house. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. But, yo, I wonder how many people going to be, yo, I got so many invitations to Thanksgiving dinner today. But the thing about it is, I know for a fact, not for a fact, I'm not saying fact. I have my suspicions that at least one person in each of these families that invited me to Thanksgiving dinner to stop by, I know for a fact that probably one of those people in their family voted for fucking Donald Trump. Yep. So and don't, you know, don't invite they might me. like come up at the dinner table like, oh, so, you know, who's excited? Like, uh, not us. I swear to God, I would, I would body slam your grandpa through a fucking table. Like, I don't care. I don't care how it makes me look. I don't care how niggerish it makes me look. Because if you try to bring... I'm not, I'm t- I told him I said I might come. I'm probably not going to go. Because if somebody say something to me out of line, I'm going to wait 10 seconds to see if any family member checks them. If no family member checks that person, then I'm body slamming that person. No, actually, I'm going to... I'm going to... I'm going to lay out the logistics of why Donald Trump is a bad president, and then I'm gonna whoop your ass. So you don't get right. you don't get intelligently cussed out, and then you gonna get body slammed through a table. Grandpa gonna fuck Thanksgiving up because I'm gonna body slam him <laughs> right on the turkey. This okay. gonna be like some wrestling. Um, my girlfriend, well, my ex girlfriend, she um, her dad was a Republican, and when he found out that Trump was running, she told me that he was gonna vote for him, and I was like, okay, oh, so. Like, does your family not care? Like, because I already knew that her family was kind of racist, but they didn't want to show it in front of me because they knew how much she liked me and whatever. And that was one of the reasons why I, um, I kind of like didn't want to like date her anymore because of her family. And I just knew, like, if I would be in like going to Thanksgiving dinner with them, that the conversation would come up, and I know all of them probably voted for Donald Trump like it's not even a question so <laughs> look at me I'm she was down there. with that white chocolate bruh she was still getting her for a long and I think that's one of the reasons why it's so you have to be cautious whenever you're um 
dating Damn. outside of your race because <laughs> even though the person you're dating might not believe in that, their family, their their family. But that's, <laughs> but that's the thing. Like I have no problem with people being a Republican. Like you, right. I respect if you're Republican, cool. Because like I said, course, McRomney yeah. is nothing. I had no problem with McRomney. It's just the Donald Trump one. Yeah. Because everybody knows the reason you voted for him. So like I said. If you invited right. me Thanksgiving and I show up and somebody says, well, I can't wait to see what our president Donald Trump is going to do. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to, I'm like, going to, bro. I'm going to intelligently tell you how stupid you are. Then I'm going to body slam your ass through the table on the turkey. Right. I'm fucking Thanksgiving up for everybody. <laughs> and then I'm going to leave and go home because my Thanksgiving ain't going to be ruined. I'm going to go home to my Thanksgiving because if I body slam grandpa through the table, Y'all ain't gonna try me. Y'all ain't gonna say a damn word. Y'all gonna be like, God damn it, Judd. Why you had to say that around him? You knew he didn't vote for Trump. You knew he didn't vote for Trump. He was the only black. He was the good ones. He was one of the good kind. And you ruined it. Right? He was one of the good ones. I like like that one. I like that one. Shoot. He smelled nice. You see the way he, he, you can tell it take care of his body. Look at his hair. You can tell he can't care. I got asked. I got asked that by another. I got asked about another dude. By another dude, by the way. Oh God. I'm you like, dude, this? my nigga. But it was like a whack. It was like a whack. First of all, I'm not gay. But if I was gay, I wouldn't be dating no nigga that's trying to wear a onesie. Oh God. This nigga was talking about some. This nigga talking about he. This nigga talking he. He was looking for a onesie or some shit. I was like, my nigga, what? And don't, act, don't like the audacity. If I'm gonna date a dude, I'm gonna date a nice, a nice dude. I know nigga looking for, not a nigga that will wear a onesie in public. Fuck, I look like you gonna embarrass me, boy, boy. You get the hell on. I, I looked at him like, dude. I, I, I need, the funny thing is, I didn't even tell him I wasn't gay. I was like, nah. I was like, nah, man, I'm good. I was like, I appreciate. I was like, I, pre- I appreciate. I appreciate you asking me out. But now I'm good. Yeah. Nigga, you wear nigga, you wear onesies in public. Right. We okay. had we had we had dinner. You wearing a bib like a baby. <laughs> you, Maybe he like, was just get looking big, for like a unitard or something. A, a unitard, my nigga. I don't wear the. I, I, I went, bro. I wouldn't even <laughs> date a girl that wear a unitard. Give me the girl. You put on some damn clothes. I mean, what if he's like a dancer? <laughs> Nah, this nigga said he's looking for a onesie, like a suit, like a onesie, like a onesie, like a snuggly, like like some shit you sleep in. But he was somebody wearing it. In oh, public. like the like the grown up like onesie pajamas. A thing? grown up onesie, yeah, pajamas, like pajamas. With the he probably want the foot in it too. I, I mean, like, like those my are, nigga like most of the time those are made for girls, but I mean, that was and he was like, bow, girl, <clears throat> right. I but mean, yeah. you can wear whatever you want. It's your thing. I go like this week just ain't my week. Cause, I t- Cause you know I've been car shopping, right? Uh huh. No dear. Oh my god, this is some of the most frustrating shit ever. Because I don't want a car note, so I've been looking for cars, and it's not like I don't have the money for a car for a good one too. Like my price range is very nice. I like to tell mm. people on this podcast because y'all ain't about to be hitting me up asking for money. Mm-hmm. Around around Christmas, we should give out gift cards. I might give out gift cards for Christmas. I only will be giving out gift cards to a select few because I don't like that many people. So, like, blessings <laughs> so like to the selected people. ones, to the chosen ones. 
which is probably like three people. (laughs) But yeah, um, so I've been looking at cars or whatever, and it was this one, it was this 2005, not 2005, 2015 Toyota Tacoma. Mm. It's real nice, because I'm from Georgia, so I'll let you know for the real. I don't want a car. I don't want a car. Unless it was a BMW, and I had to talk myself out of that because just because you can afford to pay for a BMW doesn't mean you want to keep on paying the luxury that comes with it as far as, like, the parts. Like, if your car breaks down, it's going to be, like, $600 just for them to look at it, mm-hmm. which is unfair. But you make enough money to afford something, and they, make, they punish you by it. Mm-hmm. Like I, like I always say, charge these older people that drive these cars. They can afford it. Leave us young people alone. We want to live. Right. I stick our life. But anyway, it was a 2015 Toyota Tacoma. Uh-huh. Now, <clears throat> it, was, it, was, it, was, it was on cars.com. It had 26 photos of it. The inside, the outside, the pitch, the seats, the, the fucking floor mats, the fucking steering wheel. Everything right. under the hood, pieces of the hood, everything. It was, it was clearly, it was no joke. It clearly had to be no joke, right? Right. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna check this out. I text the dude, like, yo, you know, meet me such and such place. I took a friend, cause in case some shit pop off. Right. Exactly. We got, we got. My it's friend is here. a licensed carrier. My my friend is a licensed carrier. So if anything pop off, you getting shot. No Swing questions asked. Cheese. I don't play with you. I don't play with you. I don't play with your children. <laughs> okay. So we get there. We get there, whatever. You can't play with these kids because people want to pull guns on you. you. I swear to God, you pull a gun on me, you better kill me. Mm-hmm. Because as a, um, a licensed carrier, I'm shooting you. What the fuck? I'm not about to say, put that gun down or I'll shoot you. I'm just shooting you. As you pull a mm-hmm. gun, I'm I'm pulling the fuck right. in the story. Yeah. I'm playing with you. I got the law say. <laughs> exactly. The law say I could shoot you. So well, guess what, man? Bye bye. Right. I send I send your mama um a note and a sympathy letter. I send I send your mama a couple of dollars in the sympathy letter. Tell her she braced a bunch of fuck boys next time do better. Shout right. out to Killer Mike. That is a cold ass line. He said, I sent your mama some cash in the sympathy letter. Told her she raised a fuck em. I told her she raised a bunch of fuck boys. Next time, do better. That's a cold ass line. <laughs> but anyway, so I get there or whatever. And we pull up. And I'm like, damn. I'm like, what the fuck? He's like, man, what's up? He's like, what's wrong? I'm like, man. I'm like, man, just what the fuck? So I'm like, man, I'm thinking, man, I think my eyes are playing jokes on me. <laughs> Not only it was a it was a um it was a it was a Toyota Tacoma or whatever, right. but when we got there, it was like a two thousand and five. And then it goes, it was a two thousand and five. It wasn't two thousand and fifteen. Oh, because because the asking price was on point for two thousand and fifteen. Right. So when I get there and I see it, it's like a two thousand and five. And I'm like, oh, this is not the, this is not the, I'm like, this truck doesn't look like the fucking truck from the pictures. Right. That's another thing. It didn't look like the truck from the pictures. It was a 2005. That's two strikes. So, 
you done wasting my time. So like I'm like, I was like, I hit about some, yo, you don't just want to look at it. I'm like, dude, I, I was like, dude, I will, I was like, dude, dude, that's like white you too. I was like, dude, dude. He was like, you sure you want to look? I was like, my nigga, I don't care what you. I was like, I don't care. I was like, no, we get back in the car. And I was like, actually, you wasted our time. So you gonna give me gas money? He thought I was wow. joking. I said, no, you gonna give me gas money. Cause I had to pay this man to drive me out here. Right. I, I I actually had to pay him, but you know my friend we not racing gas. And I said you gonna give me gas money. He like well I'm not giving. I said I said no no, you you're not listening. You're gonna give me gas money. I was <laughs> like you're not turning around. You're not doing anything because if you turn around, I'll help them break loose. Right. I was just I was just gonna let the cops know that this dude out here frauding yeah. people. That's all I'm gonna do. I wasn't going to beat his ass or nothing. But he didn't know. He just knew two black dudes were standing there. What? <laughs> I got to start calling my friend black because he's not even black. He just knew a black dude that's half Indian and another Indian was standing there and they weren't about to take that shit. So he reached in his pocket. He pulled out $40. I was like, yeah, that's enough. Like, don't, 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 try, to, don't try to subtract. Don't try to take 20 from that. That's enough. I was right. like, and you need to take this off cars.com. I was like, cause if I look, I was like, I'm gonna give you to the end of the night. I was like, cause in the morning, if I look and it's still there, I'm contact. I'm like, I'm contacting the authorities and let them know that you're out of scamming. Right, exactly. Cause the car looked now. I don't even I don't know whether or not that car drove good or not. I just knew you tried to play me. So for that fact, you not I, you could have been giving me the greatest 2005 Tacoma ever. Right. I mean, all you got to do is be honest. Somebody will buy your car. I probably would have took a look at it if you would have just put it out there. But I know for me, I want a truck. But I really want I want a truck or I want a um a Grand Cherokee. If I could do right. some real redneck shit, because I'm from the South, so we like trucks and shit like that. I want to raise it. I want to jack mm-hmm. it up, and then get the um get the um the bars. You know, how you get the um uh, the stepping bars. They got to step up it, step up into it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I want to get a bull rack, but I want a bull. I want a bull. Ram, I want a bull ram bar, but I just want the U. I don't want the whole thing, where it covers the um, where it covers the um, the lights and shit. Because I'm not gonna be ramming into nobody. I just want to right. like I ram into your ass. I'm gonna yeah. do some real. I'm gonna do some real redneck shit because I'm from the south and that's what we do. Oh, Lord Jesus, I'm looking for a car. But it just too. been like I feel like I'm, I'm gonna need a car for this new job, so. I just really feel like I need to invest in one, but at Yo, this me job that I'm at new car. right now, it's just trash. So. Yo, Mia might be getting a new job. Look at you. Right, amen. You gonna be out there with with the home girl, with our home girl. Might be I don't getting, think you own it. Well, most we might be saying be too much. Paid way more than I am now. So she gonna be making that moolah, them ducats. She's going to be making it rain. She's going to make it rain on them. And then, like, you know, they'll like to say, oh, okay, well, so-and-so is leaving. We just wanted to let you guys know so you can say your farewells <laughs> and everything. And I'm going to be there like, well, um, they'll be like, are you excited? I'm like, yeah, I'm excited to leave, you know, because all of y'all are trash. I just wanted to let you guys know since all of this shit is over. I hate all of you. Peace out, motherfuckers. Like, like look, I, my middle finger is high in the air for all of you. Take that, right. take that. 
No right. love in my heart. Say so they fake that. The capable. What it, what what Drake say? The cap. DiCaprio levels the way they fake that. Mhm. Like this has one been like one of the worst jobs ever because you guys don't do anything right. So, like, just come to peace with the fact that you guys will never be nothing, and you will live your <laughs> you life should get way up and better. Get, you should you should legit give a speech like that. Like, um, I just want you to know that you're trash. You're always gonna be trash. You was trash when I met you. So. Right. I and guess. Now you, I hope you don't get hit by a bus or nothing. You know, I I hope I hope one day in life you like be, become at least fancy trash. Like I hope your trash is like covered in like Louis Vuitton or some shit because your art's gonna be trash. But I hope like you like get some, like some fancy shit. Like I hope you your need job a is nigga. recycling trash, trash recycling trash. Like <clears throat> it's just a cycle. And you guys will never get out of it. This is what you'll be looking forward to the rest for the rest of your days. Like this is your like life. Right, like right now, you're wet trash. I hope eventually be, you become dry trash. Dry trash. That's Compost what I hope for trash you. Soon. Yeah. For some of you. So. I hope you become trash. I hope you become the type of trash that people will take, that will pick up and put in a garbage bin. Because right now <laughs> you're that type of trash that people throw out the side of their windows when they fly down right. the highway. Yeah. Like you're not you haven't even you're not even you're not even good trash. You're not even you're not even decent you're not even good enough trash to be placed in a in a trash receptacle. Right. You're the trash. You're that type of trash. Of you're that trash that people bring into bring into department stores and leave on the floor. You're yeah, you're 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 the utmost trash. Just trash. I have a great I have a great analogy for the type of trash they are, but I'ma just say Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Aqua Minority Podcast, episode 34. Be sure to share this on all social media, Instagram, Tumblr, Facebook, Twitter, mm-hmm. Instagram. Follow me on two Twitter. Times. Make sure you follow her on Twitter. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. We'll tweet out our link. And as always, yeah. y'all stay awkward, misfits. <laughs> Fucking nice. I don't know. I just made that up. That was lame. <laughs> y'all stay awkward, misfits. Anyway. I'm going to go drink some green tea and hopefully get over this shit. I think I'm going to bed.